Welcome to Radio Free Culture from WFMU, where we examine issues at the intersection of digital media and the arts. My name is Cheyenne Homan, and in this episode, we'll be talking with Root Korea, an FMA curator and the person behind the long-running White Market podcast. So I'm Ruth Korea, or my Englishified name is Ruth Korea. I do a free music podcast called White Market, and uh, I've been doing free music radio shows for a really long time, and uh, and yeah, basically that's it. <laughs> How long have you been doing the White Market podcast in some form? I started it in 2008. By that time, it was called Programa Marca Branca, because, well, I'm Portuguese, so I started doing it uh, in Portuguese back in Lisbon when I was still in university. And I started doing the Portuguese version of White Market, yeah, in 2008, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, I've been doing it on and off since then. Uh, I had to stop a few times. Um, So yeah, uh, it's been, I guess, seven years now. It's a long time, isn't it? Yeah, and your podcast is now affiliated with a university radio station, is that correct? Yes, since I'll be doing a master's degree in uh, the University of Sunderland, basically I borrow their studios and uh, I go live on Sundays at 8 and I do White Market Live, which is a brand new experience because uh, English is not my native language, so going live is always like an adventure. But yeah, uh, it's on Spark, which is the radio station. It's a community a radio station that is in the University of Sunderland. And I think that's the big reason why White Market is now back on track properly. <laughs> that's very cool. Where do you find your artists for the show? Well, it depends on the weeks. There are a few places that are like safe bets, like Free Music Archive is a safe bet. Jamendo is a safe bet, even though I think I find it a bit harder to dig through it. Or at least very often, I guess, the music that's there is not so much. It doesn't suit my likings that much. And then I dig through uh, net labels and archive.org a lot. And recently I've been using Twitter a lot, which is something that I, I didn't do for a really long time. But... Uh, lots of net labels have Twitter Twitter accounts, and it's a, a good way of keeping up to date to what's been releasing uh, recently. So yeah, it's a, it's it is a scouting exercise. It can take a really long time to produce just one hour, because well, I I tend to vary as much as I can the type of music and uh, the net labels that go on air. And and then there are things like uh, I really love Block Sonic, uh, which is a, a great great net label. They they release a lot of hip hop stuff, but then a lot of it has uh, explicit content, and then I can't go on it with that. Oh, like the editing would require too much too much effort for me to do it, especially because there are things that 
since I'm not an English native speaker, there are things that I'm not really sure. Like, is this explicit? Is is it not? So I usually put my boyfriend, who's British, I make him listen to all the songs that I've got that have lyrics, especially hip hop tracks, and make <laughs> sure it's clean. But yeah, uh, for a really long time, I used to use this a thing called Flow Magazine, which was a, a German, I guess, net label dedicated webzine. But uh, they got extinct, I guess, um, 2010, 11, around that time. And um, I think they are trying to sort of revive the project in a different way, like talking about uh, dead net labels. I also use this Tumblr called CC uh, Music Camp. Well, Bandcamp has a lot of Creative Commons music, but you can't filter for it when you search it. So it can be quite daunting to go through all the, the whole catalog. But there is someone, I think, in Canada who actually does that every week. And every week they upload that CC Music Camp with dozens of uh, Creative Commons records that are on Bandcamp and that's that that has been a huge help as well. Uh, so yeah, basically that's it. That's great. Um, who are some of your favorite artists right now? In terms of uh, free music, to memorize all the names is really hard. I usually do, I'm going to be honest and I usually don't memorize the artists' names because there are just so many that is almost impossible. But uh, I memorize the net labels so that I can go back to them <laughs> whenever I need music. I really like uh, Gerga's net label, um, even though they're kind of hybrid and not everything they release is under Creative Commons. Block Sonic is an all-time favorite. Uh, even when when they started releasing the net blocks, which were uh, free music compilations, it was awesome. And then they stopped doing that, and now they release their own material, and it's still awesome. So, Block Sonic is definitely an all-time favorite. I really like Enough Records, even though sometimes it goes a bit a bit too noisy. <laughs> Mimi Records is also very cool. There were a few net labels that sadly don't publish things anymore that used to be my favorites, um, like Aerotone. It's a German one. Ideology, they also stopped releasing stuff, but they were also German. And they were very hip-hop and electric music-oriented. They had very, very good production there. I really like Kreislauf as well, uh, also German. The Germans have lots of really good net labels. And I think, well, they sort of really fight the system because Gemma is... Uh, which is their like copyright collection institution is very very restrictive. Like a lot of, I don't know. There was a an, an article saying that sixty percent of YouTube videos are blocked in Germany due to copyright issues. So I guess they they started like a, an anti copyright movement that is clearly a bit stronger than everywhere else. There are a few labels in Brazil and Japan. They are really cool as well. There's Subterraneo Records, who's a Brazilian net label. And recently I've discovered that South America, well, Argentina and Chile have really cool net labels as well. So I've been going a bit more 
through that side. I like electronic music and like warm stuff, I guess. I also like rock, but I guess not as much. And uh, and yeah, I guess I tend to go a bit towards that direction, more like electronic stuff, um, some hip hop, but not that much due to uh, explicit reasons. <laughs> and and yeah, that I think that's where I stand right now. But it changes with time. Yeah, definitely. I was turned on to a lot of the South American net label culture and and sort of their thriving scene there because of net label day um so the white market podcast has been a presence in some form on the free music archive since about 2012 Mm -hmm. um what has changed and and kind of what do you see for the future of that curator page well the net label scene changed a lot like uh when i started in, in 2008 it was really hard to find free music and that changed a lot. It's very, it's much easier to uh, self-publish your own music right now. You don't need any sort of label structure or anything like in 2008, where net labels was still very strong because of that. And 2012 was like a hybrid period where lots of net labels, like big net labels, were sort of like closing their doors and. Um, things like SoundCloud and Bandcamp were becoming like proper platforms and like very established. And um, at that time, it was just the way to expand uh, Portuguese net audio. And I guess nowadays it's more like an archiving thing. I've been, I've got like um, a schedule for releases in the next few weeks because yeah, now I've been doing it weekly. Every week I upload something new into it. I think with time will probably become an archive for older uh, records, like things of uh, net labels that got lost in time and are now really hard to find. I would like to to bring back some of the records that got lost, but it it really depends. Like today, I uploaded a record that is from a net label that is still active, and so. It, it can be pretty much anything that I feel like, oh, this should be on Free Music Archive, and it's not. Let's upload it. <laughs> yeah, I love it when curators do that. As the sort of point of contact for a lot of artists, I get direct solicitations a lot, asking, you know, people asking, like, how can I be on FMA? How can mm-hmm. I get my music up there? And, you know, I have two types of advice for them, and one is to send us your songs, wait patiently in the queue until <laughs> we get to it. And when we finally have time to listen to it, we will make a judgment call whether or not it, it's FMA material. Or, uh, you know, to affiliate with a curator. Try to get mm-hmm. in touch with a curator that you think would host your music and like your music and wants to represent you. And they can upload your, your work. So do you get artists contacting you or soliciting you ever for inclusion on the white market podcast uh i've got a few uh net labels that got in touch like sent me an email or like on twitter sent me some message saying oh uh, you do a show about free music we release free music can you listen to it and maybe play it but it depends on the week and 
I guess it's a lot of social networking. Uh, I've never had requests to upload uh, the songs on Free Music Archive. A few times it was the other way around. Like there was something that was uh, made available by an artist like for free, but it was the, the creative commons or the licensing issue was not very clear. So I got in touch with them and, and said, I really like your music. I would like to upload it on this platform. This is what they do but you need to license it under Creative Commons. Is that okay with you? Is it not? And I've got some positive reviews, so uh, I guess that's a win. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, how can people find your podcast? So uh, my podcast is, well, we have a website. We, not we, I have a website. White Market has a website. <laughs> it's whitemarketpodcast.co.uk there is a podcast rss feed that has just started to be updated because i do the show live so i have to wait for it to be available in the machine and then retrieve it from the machine and then upload it into another machine and make podcasts and stuff so i've been uploading the podcast feed Maybe one day it will be on iTunes, but it's still uh, pending for now. It's also on TuneIn as a podcast and on Mixcloud. And we have an email that is whitemarketpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook as White Market Podcast and on Twitter at whitemarketcast. And I think that's it. I try to be in many places, but then there are so many places that it's very hard to keep up with everything. Definitely. Uh, well, thanks so much for being well, willing to you. do this interview. It was great to talk to you. It, it was great talking to you as well. Okay, bye. All right, Thank bye. You. Thank you. Radio Free Culture is produced by WFMU and the Free Music Archive. Our intro song this week is The Spider-Man's Nano Loop by Uncle Bibby, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org under a Creative Commons attribution license. To listen to the White Market Podcast, please visit whitemarketpodcast.co.uk.